This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus-size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. All right. Welcome back to the Confident Collective Podcast. We have a very special guest. What's up? The chef is in the building. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, you guys. Okay, we're doing another Ask Steve episode, and I just need to set the scene for you right now. First of all, our setup is a little bit bootleg, but most importantly, Steve's eyebrows have grown three inches. I'm posting. Yes. There's literally these crazy straggler hairs right now. Ray, do you see them from over there? I can't see them from all the way over here, but I have seen them in the past. And Steve, you really can grow some mean eyebrow hairs. Impressive, ain't it? (laughs) I've been noticing the bushy brow is like a thing now. (laughs) Nobody was doing that years ago. You started it? Who do you think started it? <laughs> Shut up. Oh my Steve God. thinks he started every trend. It's ridiculous. Um, and also, we're sharing a microphone, Christina and I, just FYI. I know. We, <laughs> yeah, so it's awkward. That's why. No, it won't be awkward. It'll be smooth when we get right. to You the- might hear a swinging sound in the background every, every time one of us speaks. <sighs> we really need to, you know, sometimes Christina and I are just flying by the seat of our pants, as in all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I'm so excited for this episode though. Me too. I feel like we always have so much fun with Steve when you're on the podcast. Thank you. Same here. (laughs) I like, I like sharing my knowledge. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So should we just get right into it? I mean, should we have Steve join in on our our obsessed with? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. That's a good idea. Okay. So, So well, Steve, <laughs> I know you listen to the podcast every week. So you, <laughs> Wait, Steve, have you ever listened to one full episode? I listened to my episode. <laughs> no, I've listened to a couple. I listened to a couple of them, you know, honestly, that's probably good because yeah, you don't, uh, you don't need to know everything, but we have a segment where we share what we're obsessed with this week. Right, what is it? Um, you're going to tell us yours. Ray, what's your obsession? I'm actually pulling up my note because I remember I made a note of things you're obsessed with. Oh yeah. Okay. So I posted this TikTok this week about how I, you know, on last week's episode, I was like, or in our New York city episode, I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is my city. And I oh, was yeah. talking about it on TikTok, and everyone was like, um, that's called astro cartography. <laughs> Haven't you heard of astro geography? And I'm like, obviously not. I haven't. So basically you can like pull up similar to like your birth chart. You can pull up like a map of the world and where like the planets and stars and all this were the time you were born and your Venus line where that passes through is where your like love life thrives. You're like hot and like people are really drawn to you. Mine actually is nowhere near New York. Oh, really? Where is yours? Mine is Cape Town and Hawaii. So we need to go to Cape Town. I want to go to Cape Town really badly um, or Hawaii, but it was super interesting. So I started researching it and I want to try and get someone on the pod. So I've been a little bit obsessed with that. Yeah, that is so cool. Wait, how do I, I I saw that and I started trying to look it up to do mine. And then I was like, this seems like so much work. I'll I'll show you guys after we can look look ours up. Okay. I really want to do that episode. I think that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, And we should do a Hawaii trip. Yes. That sounds so fun. Um, Okay. Christine, what do you have? I highly recommend Kauai. 
Kawhi. Sorry, I had to get the microphone closer to my face because Christina was hogging it up. <laughs> but I said you should do Kawhi. Okay. Okay, we're going without you. Sorry, Family. Okay. <laughs> okay. Scratch that idea. <laughs> um, okay, what I'm obsessed with actually is also something I saw on TikTok, but I think it's the funniest freaking thing ever. I think you, I don't know. Did I send that to you or did you share it too? Okay, it's pretty much this girl commenting short king on oh, yes. different guys' TikTok videos and pretty much being like, we love a short king. And what I realized is calling a guy short is literally the biggest insult ever, apparently. And it's so funny because, and the reason I'm obsessed with it is because growing up, I feel like I was always made to feel like I was like this giant monstrous woman and people would be like, you're a giant or you're so big. And like a lot of guys would say that. And I think it'd be like, it would make me insecure. But really now as I'm older, I'm like, wait a minute, you're the ones who are fucking insecure. You're insecure because I'm looking down on you and you're short. Do you know what I mean? So anyways, it just like made me think so much about it and think about how, again, like people just pass off like their own insecurities onto you. Yeah. And she wasn't even saying it in an assaulting way. She was, she was like, we love a short King and put like the fire flame yeah. like, drool emoji. And all these guys were like, what I thought was funny was like every single guy was like, what? I'm six feet. Yeah. I'm like, there are a lot of guys out here claiming to be six feet tall. I I'm not buying it. I know. It was so, so <laughs> funny. Um, um, so Steve, what are you obsessed with? Uh, my obsessed with this week is um, considering I haven't, been able to watch horror movies for a couple of years because Christina hates horror movies. Mm-hmm. But I forced her this time to watch uh, I Know You Did Last Summer. Oh. Not the TV show, the old movie. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that. And I was obsessed with it again. Oh. And then I had to watch the second one, but. Alone? Uh, no, I Kind of. It. Halfway. Christina was halfway there. She was too scared to watch it. But that was my obsessed with. No, it's perfect because it was actually really cute. I'm glad we did that together. It was fun. But for me, the way I can only, the only way I can watch horror movies is hiding underneath the blanket or on my phone. So I'm like kind of distracted paying attention. But you know, Steve, like at one point Steve's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I literally screamed and jumped so loudly. I just am the most startled person ever. So yeah, but it was a good time. I'm proud of you. Baby and everything. Oh, you woke up Nico? Woke up Nico. Do it went crazy. Do it thought somebody was breaking in or something. Oh, Christina my. Christina screamed at the top of her lungs. Oh. And you knew the scene was coming. Like, you knew somebody was going to jump out. Isn't it, it like just, a it cheesy just that horror movie? Yeah, it is cheesy. I need to watch this. But well, that's what makes it more fun, because it's just ridiculous. Is it like Scream vibes? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's exactly like that type of vibe. I don't know. I'm kind of with Christina on this one. You guys know that. I checked underneath my bed and in my closet for six months after watching Scream every single night. Oh my God. That I was really like, traumatized it you. really traumatized me. I was in the sixth grade, I think. And I was watching it with my older cousins and they lived in this, like they had this big property that was like just so dark. No one went around. And I'm like, I still, Ooh. I should maybe, re- we should watch that one next, honestly, Steve. So that way Whoa. I can get over my fear. Maybe as an adult. As an adult. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, all right. Well, let's get into today's Ask Steve episode. You all submitted some questions and we are going to have, oh wait, I also have to share something funny real quick. 
I posted on my story. I was like, we're having school Steve on the podcast. And my neighbor, Missy was like, I think you tagged the wrong Steve. Who was that? I'm like, no, that's Christina. No, no, no. That's Swole Steve. I'm like, no, that's Christina's husband. She's like, no, it's not. I'm like, yeah, that's, she was like the muscle guy. I'm like, yes, that's That's Christina's husband. She was like, literally convinced I tagged some random dude on Instagram (laughs) and that she was like, who is Some random bodybuilder? Yes, literally. I am dead. That is so funny. Oh God. Okay. Okay. So first I'm going to share a couple scenarios that I posted on Instagram. We're going to get Steve's reaction to them. And then we're going to read some of your reactions and then we'll get into our questions. So this first one was inspired by uh, a real life scenario that Rayanne experienced. So basically, okay. Say you're Rayanne, right? And she's, she's going on a date with a guy. This guy set up time, location, date, and everything. And now it's the day of the date and she hasn't heard from him. I think it, I think it kind of depends on how far along that was. Like, did you set those plans up three weeks ago or did you set those plans up yesterday? So it was like on a Tuesday, we were supposed to go out on Saturday at 8 PM. We had the time and the place. So it had been Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, three days of no communication. I mean, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, everybody's different with that because I feel like I like to follow up with things regardless of what it is. Like but what some would you have don't. done? I would have been like, Hey, you know, like maybe, maybe confirm, like looking forward to Saturday, you know, can't wait yeah. to, to meet you, whatever, you know, something like that. But some people, some people don't operate like that. Some people want to play it chill. Like, I don't know. They don't want to make it seem like they're over like eager or whatever you want to call it, you know? So, so it, on the first date, I think, that's okay to do something like that. It's not, it's not ideal. It's not ideal, but it's like, they might be trying to play chill, you know? But if they, if it's like that every single date, then that's definitely weird. I think it's a little weird anyways, because I wouldn't do that personally. But like I said, I, I think some people might want to play the chill card and just, you know, make it seem like they're not, you know, like, I- oh, oh. See, it was interesting because I basically ended up texting the guy and said, hey, are we still on for tonight? And he was like, of course, looking forward to it. And on the date, he we had like had a few drinks, getting a little loose, you know, whatever. He was like, oh, so tell me about like your dating life. And I kind of just shared a little bit. And then he shared his and he was like, oh, I've only been stood up once. And it was because he had the same thing. He had set a date and time with this girl and didn't follow up the day of the date. And then um, he showed up and she didn't show up. And he texted her and was like, hey, like, uh, like I thought we were meeting. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't hear from you. So I assumed we weren't meeting. And she was like, I just really, you know, appreciate if you just like follow up, you know, like Los Angeles people are flaky. And then he was like, that really turned me off. I just felt like, and I, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, I have to agree with her. Like, I feel like you should have texted yeah, me today. You make sure that things are still going as planned. Yeah. But it was interesting to hear. He's a man, his perspective, who's dating right now. He was like, no, the, the, it's like basically like she has a phone too. She could communicate with me. Yeah. So playing hardball. I mean, I, I, I think, I think the guy should do that just to be a gentleman about the whole situation, but it's definitely good to follow up at least one time, like, like maybe the day before or something like that, you know? That's how it should be. That's how it should be. So but if we're like, trying to attract high caliber guys who act yeah, like yeah, that, like, that's hey, what you want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Otherwise, it is a little bit of a red flag. It's not a horrible red flag, but it's a little bit of a red flag because, like I said, they, they might just be trying to play the chill card. But it shouldn't be like that. Not every time, especially. Okay, so I'm going to read some of your responses because this was very, very interesting to me. A lot of people said that um, a lot of people just assumed that the date was canceled. Most people assume it was canceled. Most people assume that it was canceled or I got responses saying, I'm moving on because he's a flake. Um, I'll, I follow up, but no, he's probably canceling and then going to ghost. So it was super, super interesting. People and have been jaded. Yeah, exactly. I feel like people in these, they got burnt too many times. I feel like they're very cynical about dating. Um, I, a lot of people are like, I'll text him to confirm if I don't hear anything, then then I don't go and just forget him. Um, and someone said, a rule I have is I do not get ready until I hear a follow-up a couple hours before. I'm like, interesting. Um, so yeah, a lot of people are jaded, but a lot of people were like pretty much, if he doesn't, I'm either not following up. I'm just waiting for him to follow up and just assuming it's canceled. So, so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ended up texting him and just said, Hey, are we still on for tonight? Because I just don't like, I just like to know, like if I can make other, like, I don't know. I just, uh, just not get into that pickle. Yeah. I think, um, what's a call? I, I think it also depends on like what conversations you had before that. Like, did you speak to each other for five minutes? You're like, all right, let's go on a date next Saturday. We'll see you there at five o'clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you never spoke to them again. Then that that's a little weird. Like it's like, all right, you you know you, you don't even know this person. You barely even spoke to them. This person probably even forgot about it. You know, right? I just think always. I just think always they should follow up and say, "Hey, yeah, looking forward to seeing you tonight." Yeah, and it just makes it seem like you you're excited. You're looking forward to it. You care about it. You know, like yeah. Rather than just be, rather just being like nonchalant about the whole thing. Like yeah, I'm going on a date with you know meeting up with this girl, whatever. Right. You know. Okay. Well, I do think that if you're in this situation, you know what to expect from a guy, but I don't think you should just necessarily write him off. I think you should text him and, and follow up. If he doesn't answer, then screw him. Obviously he never existed. Um, but maybe just don't assume that he's ghosting you right from the very beginning. Right. Yeah. I want to assume he's ghosting, but also I'm kind of like, last thing I have to say on this is I think I want to date the type of guy who follows up. So it's like, of course, yeah, this guy who didn't follow up now, like I, we went on one date. He was like, oh my gosh, I'd love to see you again, blah, blah, blah. I'm not taking the initiative because I kind of want to be pursued. And now we haven't ever spoken again or anything because okay. he's not taking the initiative. Okay, well then you definitely don't want that. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Okay, so here is another one. And this is actually a, pers- a situation that I got into. You have a date plan with a guy and he cancels and he says he has a fr- family emergency. Should you believe him? Do you think he's lying? Try to reschedule. What do you think, Steve? I, I think if it's uh, the first date, I think it's a lie. Most likely there's like a 90, <laughs> there's like a 95% chance that's a lie. <laughs> but, but I, I think still give it a, a second chance. You know, no, it's something that happened. Maybe, maybe something like that didn't happen. Maybe something embarrassing happened to the person. And then, you know, maybe they got a bad haircut or something. <laughs> or like, Maybe they got, I don't know, something might have happened to them personally, but like they're embarrassed to go. Maybe. (laughs) So give them a second try. And if they do that on the second time with another excuse, then just, you know, throw them in the towel after that and move on. Mm. (laughs) This happened to Steve and I when we were dating. Wait, Steve had a family emergency? You don't remember this? 
Yeah, I forget when it was exactly, but it was in like our first month of dating. And he said we were supposed to go somewhere. And he's like, oh, my mom got into a car accident. Um, like I can't go. And I was just remember being like, oh, this guy is for sure lying about this shit. Was I lying? No, you weren't lying about it. You weren't lying about it. But that was what I automatically assumed. I would have assumed it was a lie too. Yeah. But that, see, that wasn't the first date though. That was probably like the 20th date or something like that. It was probably like the fourth or fifth, but still. (laughs) All right. Like I said, if it's the first date, it's probably a lie. Most likely it's a lie. Yeah. Okay. If, fair enough. If it's the fifth, sixth, seventh, tenth, twentieth, then there's a good chance it's, it's not a lie. Right. But and it, like I said, even if it does happen on the first date, it might not be for like a malicious reason. It could be. It probably is though. But it, but it, it, it's it's not necessarily always that. Maybe they like I said, maybe something personal will happen to them. Yeah. I do think in this scenario, because I'm looking at the messages and so many people said, I don't believe him. It's a lie. Um, but a lot of people are like, okay, unless they're giving you a clear sign and you know, it's a lie, believe them and give, give them the benefit of the doubt, but wait for them to reschedule. A hundred percent agree. Yeah, agreed. Oh yeah. Something like that. You definitely got to wait for them to reschedule. You can't, yeah. you shouldn't have to go out of your way after that because they dropped the ball on the first time. Um, the one thing I can say about the situation and looking at the messages is again, everyone seems so cynical. Everyone's like red flag. He's a liar. I don't believe him. He's lying. Um, let it go. Move on. Get over him. Hold a funeral. Like, so I think that we all, every woman who's dating, maybe needs to like, even if you've been burned, try and keep an open mindset. Right. Yeah, I think try and keep an open mindset, uh, but at the same time, I get it. Like it's it's rough out there. But I think Steve said perfectly. This in this scenario, given the benefit of the doubt, be like okay, but then leave it up to him to reschedule. If he doesn't reschedule, then there's your answer. Yeah, hundred percent. It has to be on them to to take care, take it to the next step. All right, let's get into some of these questions. I've been seeing a guy for six months and we have no label. I've asked and the response is always, he wants to take things slow. Is this a red flag? Am I in a situationship? Do I need to get the fuck out? Added layer of complication. He's on Honduran and barely speaks English, but I'm fluent in Spanish. Is this a cultural difference? Help. Well, that's interesting. I mean, it depends what taking it slow is different to, to different people. You know what I mean? Like is he six months? Yeah, but six months to do what? To get married or six months to like? No, they have no label. Like, are they up? Like, are they dating? Oh, there's no. Well, I mean, I don't think it needs to be. uh, It depends. That's a little weird, too, because it's like some people don't say anything at all. And and they're just like messing around and and they think they're dating and they're not. Or some people are dating because I don't think we ever like spoke about that. We just were, you know, we were just like together. And that was it. We never had a label like, oh, you're my girlfriend or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't, I mean, I don't think we ever looked at it like that. I did. Well, we did, but we never, (laughs) I looked at it like that. And I remember being like, wait, are you going to ask me to be your girlfriend? And you're like, I thought we were just together. And I was like, no, you have to ask me. And then you're like, okay, will you be my girlfriend? I was like, thank you. Yeah. But I was like, see, to me, it didn't really matter. Cause it's like, all right, it's obvious we're together. Cause you know what I mean? We were like together all the time and like. But it sounds like this guy is deliberately like she's like trying to have the conversation. Like, what are we? Yeah. Yeah. If you're having that. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. And so and then he's like a he's like 
not giving an answer. So in that situation, you were like, yeah, yeah of course, Christina, we're together. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. If there, if there's, if you're asking, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, are we, so are we together or what? Like, what is this? And they're like, well, you know, I don't really want to like put labels on it and I'm not really sure. Then yeah, that, that, that's a red flag right there. Cause if you've been together for six months already, I think you should know, like, yeah, that's half a year. Are we together? Yeah. Like, how would you, how do you not know that yet? Yeah. Like, or how do you talk like, about me to your friends and your family? Yeah, Am I just like some random like chick that yeah, like, or you're just like a booty call or whatever, right. just like hooking up and then that's it. And then he's got three or four other girls he's hooking up with in the same way. So what do you think she should do? I think she's got to, I mean, that's like, that's like, yeah, that something has to be done there. I don't know. Just, I would just put your foot down or just like, look, like, what's the deal here? Like, are we together? Like, am I your girlfriend am I your or girlfriend? not? Girlfriend? Am I just like a friend that we, you know, with benefits kind of a thing? Or like, what, what are we? Mm-hmm. And if they're still like, well, I don't really know, and this and that, then, then yeah, you might. They, they're playing games with you at that point. Yeah, because you have to know. I agree. Um, okay, the next one. I want to know Steve's thoughts on Tinks's box theory. Does he agree or no? What the hell is Tinks's box? <laughs> Tinks' box theory? What the hell is that? You've never heard of Tinks' box no. theory? Okay, Tinks, Tinks is a TikTok sensation. She's like blown up in the last year. I know still okay. Steve's not on TikTok. Her theory basically, and I talked about this in my episode of my dating episode. Um, she has a theory that a guy puts you in one of the following. You're either in the girlfriend box or the... I want to have sex with you box. Right. I'm like, Oh wait, I should have really listened to this before we started. But basically her theory is that you should sleep with a guy whenever you want to sleep with them, because no matter what you do, you cannot switch boxes. So like, let's say this guy thinks of you as like girlfriend material. You could literally like throw up on his shoes and he will still want to date you. But if you're just in his like, fuck box you will never move to the girlfriend box so like oh so basically she's like you can have sex with a guy on the first date if you're in his his girlfriend box you can't move boxes once you're in the dating box you're in the dating box once you're in like the hookup box you will never move to the dating box does that make sense yeah, yeah and there, I don't there was three that, though. Okay. Why? Well, well I was going to say there's three boxes. So there was like the hookup box the the dating box and the box of women they want nothing to do with and pretty oh, much yeah. you can't shift between the three. Well, yeah, the, the, the one that's like nothing to do with, you probably can't get out of that box. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a reason why, like maybe you just, your chemistry doesn't match up or like, they're just not into you for whatever reason. So I think once you're in that box, there's no getting out. But the other boxes, I, I think they can go back and forth. Cause there's a lot of people that, that were dating and then they just like break up and they're just like, ah, you know, this relationship is for, for, for me or whatever, but you know, let's just, let's just still like hook up on the side kind of a thing. So it's like that happens all the time. And then and then vice versa, where it's like, you know, someone might be hooking up with a couple different people and then and then and then at some point they're like, you know what? I really like this person. What out of out of all those people? And maybe they they decide to go with that one. You know what I mean? It's like the it's like the like the TV shows, like Bachelor and all that. They're just hooking up and then they they end up finding whatever one they actually liked, and then they're like, all right, you know, I can go I can get in a relationship with this one. I don't know. I, I feel like, the, I feel like it can go both like, cause you don't, if you're just hooking up with somebody, you don't really know their personality yet anyways. So it's like, if you do get to know their personality, like, you know what, this, this person's actually pretty chill. Like I didn't even expect them. I didn't expect to vibe with this person like that. And then, and it even get out of that, that, that box. box, that fuck box, whatever you want to call it. Wait, what are your thoughts on that? 
I think it's very hard to move from the hookup box to the girlfriend box. It is hard. I've never made the move before, despite trying. I've never made the move. I think it's, I think that. Well, it depends okay. how you set up the thing. But see, that's the like thing, that, because if you, so, so I don't agree with this box theory, because I kind of feel like if you are automatically putting yourself in like the hookup box, if you're automatically like hooking up with the guy, then I do think it's hard to jump from that to necessarily the girlfriend. But I think that like, if you're trying to date a guy and you won't, and you aren't hooking up with him right away, then it could go both ways. Then you could be girlfriend material. Do you know what I mean? To him? I'm getting confused too, but I'm thinking like, okay, like I think that if a guy really likes you and wants to date you, I do think it really doesn't matter like what you do or like, I mean, as far as like, well, I mean, you can't do anything extreme, but like if you have sex on the second date, like if he wants to date you, I feel like he'll date you. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. think that changes anything. I don't think like having sex on the first date is going to like make or break a relationship type of a thing. Okay. Is that what the, is that what it was all about? Because I, I I don't know. I'm getting I, I, I kind of maybe butchered the box theory. I think we should have pulled it up. But, but if that's what if that if what you originally said is how it is, I don't agree with it. I think I think you could be dating someone, and maybe you just they're just over that person, and they're just like, oh, this you know whatever this person's annoying, whatever they, they just they just like have a falling out or something happened, and then they end up still hooking up afterwards. See that that's different. I think what this that's moving out of that relationship box though into like a fucking around box, right? And then the, the other box, like fucking around with somebody. Somebody might be fucking around with four or five people, you know, at the same time, and then they end up vibing with one of those people, and then that person, you know, wants to date. They them. start dating them. So I guess, like, I guess, pretty much what this box theory is trying to say is it's trying to get like rid of like antiquated like rules where like don't you can't sleep with a guy on the first date because if you do you'll never be his girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I don't think. Wait, that's can true. I play it? I just want to hear it. When men meet you in a romantic setting, they put you in a box. Either they want to date you, they want to sleep with you, or they want nothing to do with you. It's very difficult to shift from box to box, and your behavior doesn't act what box you're in to a guy. So if he meets you and he's like, I want to date this girl, you could puke on his shoes and sleep with him on the first night and it wouldn't matter. Vice versa, if he meets you and he just wants to hook up, you could make him wait three months to sleep with you. It's not going to change that. Women are so different. Meet a guy and we're like, oh, he's just for fun. Then three weeks later, we're sitting down to brunch with our friends being like, so I'm thinking about Tuscany for our wedding. Developed this theory because for the years I've noticed with me and my friend, doesn't matter when you decide to sleep with someone. And I get asked this question all the time how long should I make him wait? What about the three date rule? What about the five date rule? Sleep with him when you are ready. Waiting to sleep with someone doesn't guarantee that he's going to view you as relationship material. Again, sleep with him when you are good and ready. That's the only thing that matters. And don't worry about it. See, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with half of that. Like, as far as like switching, like going back and forth, like whether or not they want to date you and or not date you, like or changing that, I I think that could change easily. Not easily, but I think it could change. But as far as like waiting to sleep with a person because you know you're like oh wait if I do it too soon they're just gonna think of me in this way and if you know maybe I'll wait three weeks whatever the, whatever the case may be to try to manipulate it that probably that probably doesn't change anything. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. Where she's right about that, but the other side, as far as like things moving around, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. Being stuck in a box, mm -hmm. uh, it, 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 being stuck in a box, like after the fact, I don't think it's true. Being stuck in the, uh, 
don't know. It's, it's getting me confused now. But <laughs> There's too many boxes. We're confusing yeah, ourselves. Yeah, so many boxes. Half of what she said I agree with, and the other half I don't think is true. Like with the getting stuck in the boxes. I think I think the true part is trying to manipulate. Like when you want to sleep with this person for a specific reason. Like oh, okay, I'm not gonna sleep with them on the first date, even though I want to, but because I want them to look at me as like a. As this, I wanted them to look at this as a relationship thing, not as like just like a fucking around thing. So I'm just gonna wait, you know, a couple of weeks and see what happens, because like that that might not change anything by doing that. Yeah. If they like you, they like you, and if they don't, then they don't. Yeah. So that's just how it is, I think. Uh, yeah, I agree with that too. Actually, I think that for me, what I get confused with, or I think what women get confused with, is that they they think that they can like just like hook up with someone and then make them want, make them, <laughs> why is this so hard for us to try articulate to manipulate, all this? Like, try try to, like, and be like, Oh, I'm going to hook up with him and he's going to want to be my boyfriend. Yeah. That I don't think works. I agree. I think that's always a bad idea. Yeah. I think that's a bad idea. Um, but I do think that like, if you want to sleep with someone, just sleep with them because if every, if you guys have great chemistry and things are going well, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That, that part doesn't matter. Cause it's going to, if it ends up happening anyways, it's like, it doesn't really matter. It's either you're going to be dating or you're going to be fucking around one or the other. Yeah. It's like, you're not, you know, yeah, I, I, I somewhat agree with it. I don't fully agree with it, but somewhat. All right. Good job. Thanks. Um, Okay. Steve, how do you think women should approach men in a bar or in public? You see a cute guy, you're into him. What should they do? I don't, I don't, I, I think it used to be looked at as weird for a girl to approach a guy, but I, I don't think, I don't think it is. I, I, th- I think it could be, I think it's like, uh, for me personally, and I think a lot of guys too nowadays, they like like confident women. That are just like, as long as you're not too aggressive. Okay, but you know this isn't I mean? like, should I do it? It's saying I want to do it. How? Oh, how? I mean, it depends on the whole scene. I don't know. Like, it, it, could, it, it could be anything. I mean, it depends like what the whole scene is. Like, are you catching a vibe from this person? Are you just walking up on some random dude? Like, it, it all depends, I guess. Let's do a couple scenarios. You're in a bar with your friends. You see a cute guy you like. Mm-hmm. Go. So maybe you can, you know, maybe start making some eye contact, see if they, you know, see if they give you any feedback, like, you know, visual feedback. And if they do, then, you know, just kind of be like flirtatious a little bit and see how they react to it. And if they, if they have a good reaction to it, then that, that's your cue to like walk over and start a conversation and see if they buy you a drink or something. And then like, all right, you're off to a good, good foot. But if you're trying to do all that and they're like not feeling it and that you even try maybe even go out of the way and, and try to get a conversation going and they're ignoring you, then just don't even waste your time. Yeah. That's happened to me. A few times. <laughs> that's all right though. But it's not, there's not wrong with trying to, cause a lot of these guys are shy too. You have the aggressive guys that'll go up to every single girl that they see and yeah. just like see what happens and roll the dice. And then you have the other guys that are just like too shy or insecure or whatever. Or maybe not even insecure. Maybe they're just like shy. You know, they, they might be like introverted. Like they're not, they're not outgoing like that where they want to go, you know, talk to somebody they're interested in. So you might find one of those guys that might be a great guy, you know? What I found is I think the eye contact thing is really key. Make eye contact. Like my friend Aaron, I swear to God, burns holes through the back of someone's head and they always come up to her. Yeah. Then I would say try and create like a scenario like, walk by them to go to the bathroom and like put your yeah, hand yeah, on yeah. them and just be like smile and say hi like smiling yeah, you gotta is drop huge. Hints. 
And then, or if they're like standing by the napkins, go and like, just grab a napkin and be like, hi and smile. I think that then opens it up for them to maybe approach you. Absolutely. I think that body language is everything. And also I think that if you're going out with like a huge group of friends, you have to realize that like, if you're with like five or six other girls, like that's intimidating. A guy's not going to want to walk into that situation. So you have to like, if you're in that situation, you have to take that extra step to make sure that you are approachable. Yeah. That's very important. Cause like when, when there's a group of people, it it makes it, especially a group of women, it makes it way harder for a guy to come over. Cause you know, like there's so many times where a guy will go talk to a girl when she's with like 10 of her friends and then they try to play the cool card, Yeah, you know, in front of their friends. Like, Oh, I'm not talking to this loser, <laughs> you know, like, but meanwhile, that might've been a good guy and like good looking and all that, but you want to play hardball with a show off to your friends. So like a lot of guys have been burnt like that. So yeah. they're like, I'm not even bothered. I'm not even wasting my time. Everybody talks, every guy talks about that. Like, ah, oh, she's with a group of friends. I'm not going over there. It, it's like, a, it, it's like a, it's like a known thing. You just don't do it. So okay. if we're well, hold on, hold on. Okay, sorry. If, oh. if you want to get past that and you see somebody, you got to separate yourself from the group first. And then you, you, you have to make the initiative because it'll never happen. Like not that it'll never happen, but one, one in a hundred chance that a guy will come up to you when you're with a group of friends. So what if it's just like Ray and I at a bar, like just two people? If it's just two of you, then it's easier. Mm-hmm. It, like it's easier on them because you know, you know what? Like you're not stuck in that in that group. It's not like a group. It's two people. Like all right, whatever. It still makes it harder though. But you also don't. It's also kind of weird if you're at a bar by yourself. You know right. what I mean? Just like roaming around. So <laughs> so it's like yeah, it's it, it's probably usually two people or something. But uh, <laughs> if it's five or six people then yeah, it ain't happening. They're not, they're not approaching you. Just step out of it's, that group and just, and, 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 and drop hints and let, and then give them a chance to do something. Cause otherwise yeah. it ain't going to happen. It is just interesting because so many things right now in dating and in the past to tell women to let men pursue, like so many things are telling us that. And so I do think it's like, you kind of have to trick them into thinking that it's their idea. But then I'm like, is this outdated? Like, should, I mean, I guess I've asked people out, but it's, I've never had a boyfriend. So I I did make the first move with my ex, but I don't know. I feel like I get caught between being like, okay, men like confident women. I just, am going to make the first move and being like, wait, I need to like, let the man pursue me. I feel like I've always been on like, let the man pursue me, but I do think you could let the man pursue you, but still let him know that you're interested. And you do that by like eye contact, by like smiling, by like walking by him or like going to get a drink next to him. Do you know what I mean? Like you could put those steps in and then wait for him to approach you afterwards. It makes it way easier for them to to actually make them, it makes them more confident. Yeah. Cause then they're like, okay, clearly this girl is staring at me for the whole night. She's actually like, interested in me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go up to her. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what happened with, with Christina and I. Uh, babe, I was not staring at you the whole night. Look at me up and down. Every time I looked over, she was staring at me. I was like, you know what? Not true. I got to just walk over. Wow. Revisionist history. I got to just say something to this girl because, you know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Next question. She won't stop staring at me. <laughs> she won't stop. This is getting weird now. Let me just go. <laughs> this is getting weird now. You're out of control. Um, That's okay. half true. A little exaggerated. <laughs> okay. So. Okay, so a guy on Hinge, or let's say any dating app, has his Instagram on his profile. Would it come off as creepy to slide into his DMs and ask if he wants to grab drinks? Um, 
Wait, so how does that, you can't message? I, I don't. I never but used Hinge. That's why I feel like that's yeah. Why not weird. just Why not just message them on Hinge? It's definitely a little a, a little weird if you uh, if you go out of your way to get them on Instagram. Why not just message message them on Hinge then directly? Yeah, I have to agree with Steve on this one. I think that let's say okay, you see their profile, and you see their Instagram. If you do not match with this person on Hinge, I would not go into their Instagram DMs. If you're talking on Hinge and the conversation doesn't go anywhere, I would not reach out to them in their Instagram DMs. Yeah, that's not going to change anything. Definitely not. I don't. I don't necessarily like think it will make you be seem creepy, but it'll definitely. That guy's going to be like, "Oh my gosh, this girl's sweating me so hard right now." Damn, she was hitting me up on Hinge. She didn't get the hint, and now she's (laughs) trying to get me on Instagram too. Yeah, don't yeah. do. I wouldn't do that. Don't do it. I wouldn't recommend that. Okay. If it's meant to be, it's it's meant to be. If not, move on to the move on to somebody else. What about this? If a guy doesn't see you for three weeks but still texts you regularly, is he into you? So yeah, say that again. So if they haven't seen you in three weeks but text text you regularly, mm-hmm. but why why haven't you seen each other? Was there a reason for it? Are they traveling? Are they like are they like a couple blocks away and you just decided not to hang Maybe out? Maybe he's again? not making plans. What if he's just not making plans but still texting you and stuff like that? I mean, it depends what you're texting about. If it if it's just like texting you once a week, just like hey, how you doing? And then you're like, oh, I'm good. What are you doing tonight? You, you know, like, is anything going on? Should we should we <laughs> hang out or whatever? And they're like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get back to you on that. If they start, pl- if they do that, then that's just a little weird. I don't even know what the, I don't even know what the situation is there. That's just strange. I mean, I personally think that if you are talking for three weeks and he's not making any plans to see you, he's just not that interested. That might just be a friend that you yeah. think that you're thinking is a, is <laughs> is a relationship, but they might be just like friends. Savage. No, I think I think that the, the, it's time to move on. If he's not making plans, you don't need a fucking pen yeah, pal. Three, three weeks. Yeah, that's what it is. That's a pen pal right there. You don't yeah, need a pen pal. Absolutely not. Hell? Okay, what about this? Is it weird to ask a guy if he only dates fat chicks before a first date? Yeah, that's definitely weird. <laughs> and why would you ask that anyways? Like, like, did you look at his past like relationships or something that like? Well, I, I'm assuming that this person considers herself fat and doesn't know if he like fetishes women. Oh no, that's yeah. Don't ask that. No, I would. I would. Who cares? Don't even bring that up. It's like you know, if you, if you look at yourself like that, don't even like bring it up as a thing. Maybe they they're not even looking. They might not even be looking at that. You know what I mean? They might just be like, oh, this girl, you know, we got a good vibe. Like, I like the way she looks, this and that, whatever. And that's it. It, it yeah. might be your insecurities about that. Or like, that's obviously on your mind for you to bring that up. But it's like, that might not be on his mind, you know? Yeah. I think like sometimes as like curvy women or bigger women, we like make it a bigger deal. And we, and I think sometimes when we make it the forefront of something, it's t- taking away from like everything else we have to offer besides what we look like or anything like that. So I think if this guy's into you, you're talking like you want to go out. Like I don't, I wouldn't, I never, I wouldn't say anything. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. And that's like, and someone else was asking a question, something similar. similar I was going to bring this up. This was happened to us the other day. Someone DM me being like, help. I don't know what to do. I, um, I match with this guy and we're going to go on a date and I like really, really like him, but I've gained weight and I look bigger in person than I do on my dating pictures right now. What do I do? Should I tell him I've gained weight? Yeah. And I, and I, and I, and I thought about, and I thought about that and I was like, nah, cause like, that's like me, like right now I'm in not, I'm not like shredded or anything like that. I'm like, I kind of got like dad bod a little bit. <laughs> 
got but, Steve. But on my Insta, on my Instagram, my you know, I'm shredded, you know, like <laughs> like ready to go on stage kind of a thing. But if I were to go on a date with somebody, I'd be like, hey, by the way, I'm not really in contest ready shape right now. Just to let you know, I'm about you know my body fat's about like 12, 13, 14. Just to let you know, I'm a little bit on the heavier side. Uh, you know, I don't have the six pack anymore. Like I wouldn't be going into all that. You know, just just show up to the damn date and then that's it. You know, like meanwhile, Steve's muscles are literally bursting through his shirt right now. Yeah, I'm not competition ready. Yeah. <laughs> but still though, I'm not shredded. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I wouldn't I wouldn't bring that up and be like, wait a minute, what? Like you're not competition ready. What the hell are you talking about, dude? I just want to go on a date. So I think that there's two parts to this. One, I think you should just go on the date and enjoy yourself and don't bring it up because honestly, that's going to make that person like all they're going to end up seeing is your body yeah, that's because all they're be thinking about. And that's all they're going to be thinking about and you're going to be in your head about it too. However, I think that if you're going to continue dating and swiping, you need to update your profile photos because you just don't want to go into dates being concerned that you're like, like this person's like, am I catfishing them? Like you don't want to have that insecurity. You want someone swiping on you and like going to the date, feeling confident that like you're presenting yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I completely agree. I think this one, don't say anything, go on the date. But if you are going to continue to swipe an online date, update your profile. So it looks, it represents who you are because then you're just going to, it takes away that anxiety that you already have enough anxiety going to a first date. You don't need to worry about that. Yeah, true. I agree with that a hundred percent. Um, this is kind of similar. What to say when a guy you met online is trying to guess your weight after he discloses his? I have never heard Wait, anything what? like this. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? So so he he's like, hey, by the way, I'm about 250 pounds. How about yourself? Is that what's happening here? Maybe. And she's like, oh, I don't want to say my weight. And he's like trying like, to guess oh, it. Come on, are we in the twos? Are we in? Yeah, that's... That's fucking crazy. I've never heard of that before. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god! Like, what is this? Like, what do they do at like the carnivals? <laughs> oh my god. They try to like they try to guess your weight before you jump on the scale and you get a prize. <laughs> that sounds like my worst nightmare. I know. <laughs> they guess your age or something. Yeah, skip on that guy. Um, okay, Steve. We would love to hear your thoughts on why men cheat. Um, hmm. well, I, I guess there's several reasons for that. Either they're not into the person as that much that they're currently with, or they have some insecurity. A lot of guys, a lot of the guys that I've known that, that, that have been like serial cheaters is a s certain type of guy. And it's usually the ones that are like super insecure with themselves and they have like something to prove to themselves. Like they still got it kind of a thing, you know? I've no, I've noticed that. And the ones that are like happy with themselves, it's like a, it's like a personal thing. I think more than anything, like some people just cheat and some people just don't. And, um, and I think if they're not in a happy relationship, then they probably just would cut that relationship off and, instead of cheat and then date somebody else. So I think there's, I think it's two different type of people, but I think, I think a main cause of it is because that person isn't, isn't happy with themselves or like has insecurities and they have something to prove to themselves. It makes them feel better if they're hooking up with, you know, people on the side, like they're, they're not, you know, yeah. Like they're like validated. Yeah. Like them. Yeah. It gives them validation. Like they're the shit still, you know, kind of a thing. Cause I can get any girl I want, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's, a, that's how some people feel. And they feel like they have, they have like that hole they need to fill. 
Yeah. And I think a lot of times it's with probably issues they've had since like childhood and they need to go to therapy. And yeah, honestly, I don't know, but women cheat too. I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. That goes either way. I mean, it's not just for men, men and women. I think it's the same thing. The women that cheat, I think, have the same the same issue. Yeah, because anyone some. that I know who has cheated, it's always been like they just kind of pretty much what you just said. They kind of like wanted that. They want to know that they can like still get a guy or like you know what I mean. Well, I che- want attention. I've cheated, and it was because I was just so unhappy in my relationship, and was asking, "This is what I need. This is what I need." And he wasn't giving. He was. It was just. In, I think it's if your relationship is just freaking crumbling apart too. Yeah, th- I mean that could happen. Not to justify it, right. I did own up to it and was honest about it, but not to justify it. But that's why. Yeah, and, and then that that relationship probably won't work out anyways. So it's like it's already kind of like over before it was actually over, you know. At that point, I think. Okay. Should we do some more? What, um, how, (laughs) this is like really weird and specific, but do we annoy men asking for reassurance too often? Um, like reassurance in what way though? Like, do you love me? With the relationship? Yeah. Like, do you, wait, do, do you think I look pretty, right? Yeah, like if Christina was like, Steve, you never tell me I look pretty. Why don't you tell me that? Yeah, I mean, it's a little annoying because Christina <laughs> does tell me that sometimes. <laughs> even, though I, even though I do tell her, she just doesn't listen. But yeah. You actually. Yeah, she, yeah. It, it could be a little annoying. It depends. If, it, if, if the person just doesn't give you any type of attention at all, then, then, I mean, you know, I guess you could bring it up every now and again. And it's like, what, just to give them a reminder that like you were you like that or whatever, or it makes you feel better, you know, but it can be annoying though, for sure. I think that's with anything. Like if you have to constantly, I don't want to say like nag on it on a person, but if, if you are asking for reassurance because you are feeling insecure about yourself, I don't think that is attractive or to anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely, um, a turn off probably. Yeah. If it's I, too much of it. If it's like once in a while, it's like whatever, you know, like that's just like a normal relationship thing. Like it's just going back and forth about little things that bother you or that, you know, you want right. more of or whatever. But if it's like every day, all day long, then yeah. Yeah. And I, I think wanna, there's a difference of like that nagging and like being like, Hey, this is what I need to feel like fulfilled in this relationship. Yeah. I think yeah. that's really important. And I think that's something that you shouldn't be scared to talk to talk about with your partner, because I think if you don't have open communication like that and you're not open to receiving it from your partner as well, um, that's just going to like, it's just going to get harder and harder. I agree. Let's do, should we do one more? Uh Um, (laughs) number 19. That's what I was trying to find. Okay. Okay, How do I get my boyfriend to share his sexual fantasies with me? I want us to get freakier. I think you should just be tell him or just like, like surprise him with some stuff. I don't know. I think you should, you should just be straight. Cause most guys, most guys are open to that. Like, Oh hell yeah. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Let's get freaky then. You know, <laughs> you don't have to. You know. Christina, I'm just picturing you going to Steve as you go. Oh, yeah. 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 Let's get freaky. <laughs> <laughs> They're not literally going to say that, but they'll be thinking that. 
So I think you should just be like, hey, babe, you know, why don't we try this or whatever tonight, you know? I think I would recommend listening to Sex with Emily. It's another podcast that's really, really informative because a lot of times, too, we think like guys will be some guys are not as comfortable with sex and like talking about it. So she always says, like, talk, have it in a neutral you know, environment. Don't talk about it in like while you're in the bedroom, outside the bedroom. Right. And be like, hey, how about, you know, we try this uh, this weekend, you know what I mean? And just be like open about it. Um yeah, I feel like that almost sometimes can be like, I don't know, like when you talk too much about it as opposed to like actually just doing actually it, actually just doing it or like what Steve said, just like if you want to try something freakier, like why not just try it in the moment? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just throw it. Yeah. Instead just like, of talking well, so much about it because right. then it's like, it's and it so, makes it awkward. Yeah. And it's I mean, what if you about it and then they're like getting in their head about it? Like, oh, she wants to try this. I don't know. So what? You just wanted to come in and tie him up? And be like, I want you to tie me up, dominate me. Or maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe in the t- in the in the moment, like, you know, you just start doing it. Yeah, be like, like, hey, I want to try this. Yeah, but like, why don't we try this right now? And then that's it. And be like, all right, yeah. It actually would make it more exciting, like that, anyways. And if it's something they're not into, be like, nah, fuck that. I'm not doing. I don't. I'm not trying to do that right now. But if you know what I mean. But if they're, if it's something they're into, they're like, oh, help, you know, like I said before. Because I do oh, think yeah. if they're not into it and they're saying it in the moment, then you're like, okay, like you just move on and you try something else. But if you're trying to talk to them about it and they're like, oh, I'm not into it. And then it's like kind of makes things weird leading up to it. Don't you? I think I was thinking maybe she's tried things before and he's not. He's like hesitant to try new things and it's feeling like it's getting a little vanilla. I think that's when you do have to really just open up the conversation about sex. And yeah, it's not sexy to be like, let's talk about our sex life. But if you want to have good sex, I really think you have to talk about it. And I think that like having conversations about like, okay, so what would you want to try? This is what I would want to try. Yeah. I think it's important to communicate that stuff. Yep. But Again, I'm not with a partner, so I don't know. No, but that's true, though. I think I think it's a mixture of both. Just like maybe bringing it up at some point and then and then and then actually just doing it, you know, just like then you don't have to like give them a heads up like, hey, by the way, we're doing this tonight. You know, <laughs> it's just like, by the way, baby, I'm going to be a uh, p.m. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Scheduled it in. Send you your calendar. Sch- you schedule. Calendar it's like invite. you can talk about it at some point And then, you know, whenever, whenever, whenever that time is right, you just you just go for it. And then they already know what's coming. Like, oh, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Um, I right. remember this conversation. <laughs> all right, Steve. Do you have any parting words of wisdom for the single gals out there who are dating and trying to find their person? Let's see. Um, I guess the one thing I see a lot of is people going. <laughs> Where do you see a lot of this shit? <laughs> What do you see? Or I, I hear a lot of <laughs> that I know is out there. <laughs> Just through me. Is a lot of people, and well, like even some of the comments and stuff with a, like on, on those other posts, a lot of people seem jaded and negative about dating. But I think, and, and also like expecting too much out of it too, you know, like already going out there with plans. I think just to go out there, have fun with it, and don't like set any expectations for anything and then just see what happens. Cause if you set expectations, it's easy to get disappointed. It's easy to get frustrated with things and this and that, you know, so just go out on dates, like, you know, be confident in yourself. You gotta be confident that that's like obviously the most important thing I think. Cause no matter what you look like and all that, 
if you if you show like insecurities is a major turnoff to a guy. And I do think that there's something different than expectations and standards. Well, yeah, that, yeah, there, there is. You could have your standards, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, but no, no, yeah, I don't mean it like that. Yeah, yeah. definitely have your standards because don't just be happy with whatever. I'm just saying expectations like, oh, we're going to go on this first date and, you know, it's going to go great and, you know, we're going to have our second date or whatever and this is, and then we're going to end up getting married and then, like, don't like have expectations like that because you just don't know and then you're going to get disappointed if things don't go as planned. But definitely have standards for sure. The standards don't change of like what you want or like what you're into. But just don't, you know, don't have any set expectations on like what's going to happen that night or after that night. That's it. Yeah, I think a lot of us are guilty, myself included, of being like, not even with, well, yes, expectations, but basically like picturing all of these things with this person that you don't even know. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, this is what a relationship would be like. This is what we would do, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't, I've been on three dates with this guy. Chill. Guys definitely don't do that. (laughs) Really? Because I saw a TikTok recently of this guy who was like, I'll run past, I'll be on my run and I'll run past a beautiful girl. And, Two blocks away, I realize I'm picturing our wedding. Oh, I don't our know kid. about that. I don't think. I mean, maybe he's a rare scenario. I don't think. I, I don't think most guys think like that. Because most guys, it's like whatever. Like that. Like going on that day. Oh yeah, I really like this girl, but they're not like planning their weddings and all that stuff. And like like for future, you know, we're gonna get married in Tuscany. And like nobody, nobody's thinking. Like guys, like most guys don't think like that. They're just like yeah, you know, they're just taking it one date at a time. They're having fun with this person. They're just seeing how it goes and they're not, they're not like planning their futures already. They don't do that. I don't think they do that. That's so hard not to have expectations though, because like the other day I was at the nail salon and I thought, did I tell you this story? Okay. So I was at the, this will be our closing story. I was at the nail salon. I was getting my nails done and this guy comes in typical, like super fresh LA dude who like gets his nails done, like dresses really well, like put together, like looks cool. And actually a lot of guys go to my nail salon. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. <laughs> but he's sitting there and he's like, he's been going to this, I hear him chatting to the lady and whatever. And he's like, Oh my God, I forgot my debit card. They only take cash. And I was like, I just was like, Oh, I have extra cash. If you want to Venmo me, like, just like we're well, right there. I'm not going to just like, I don't know. It just seemed like the nice thing to do. Right. And he was like, Oh my God, that's so nice. We just started chatting. Anyway, he's been going here for like 10 years and he was like, he was cute. And I, he ended up not needing me to Venmo him, whatever. I like leave. I'm like, bye. It was nice to meet you. I get like down the block and I hear someone like yelling my name, yelling my name. I turn around. It's him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that was just like so cool of you. Like you seem so dope. Like I love your energy. Um, do you have like a business card or something? And I was like, well, I don't have a business card, but here's my Instagram. So add me on Instagram. And I can't tell what the note. So but backstory, I'm literally like already picturing like, Oh my God, how cute we met. At the, we met in this scenario. He chased me down the block. He got my Instagram. He's going to message me. We're going to date. Like, Oh my gosh, I knew I'd meet someone not on the apps. Like honestly, by the time I walked you home, had everything planned out. Yes. Yeah. Like what is wrong with my brain? I mean a little bit of that. No, a little bit of that no. is okay. But yeah. not like, yeah, a little bit of that was okay. I, I think that I, I could understand, right? Because, like, that's exciting, like, to think like that. Yeah, but then you already have things planned out, and then it's like, then if things don't go as planned, you get bummed. Yeah, he never, support. I don't know if he added me, because the way Instagram notifications work now is super annoying. I can't see, and he never DM'd me, I don't All think. Right, she just gave me your phone number. Oh, 
do it the old school way. Yeah, that's probably better, honestly, your phone number. But I think that with expectations too, I think beyond like dating someone, like and having a good first date and planning your wedding, I think another thing that women do with expectations is like they're going out with their friends for a night and they're like, I'm going to meet a guy and they expect to meet a guy that night. And when they don't, then it's like kind of disappointing. Right. And I feel like those are expectations. You should just go out and like plan to have fun with your friends. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And that's it. Do you know what I mean? I feel like those are the expectations yeah, but we should lose. Yeah. But the then time. don't, don't be off. Don't be like shut off to that. Cause right, a lot of, of people course. do that too. Like I'm not even going out trying to meet anybody tonight. You know what I mean? And then, and then it ends up really not happening. So you gotta, you gotta just be open to it too. You're just going out having a good For time. Sure. But like, if you do come across somebody, it's like, you know, you're, you're still open to it. Right. It's a bonus, but it's not like you're, and I think I got into that too. Like it was like, I was going out to try and meet guys and yeah, just set yourself up for disappointment. Well, guys do that too. I mean, guys go out, most guys go out for that reason to like hook up basically. Like most guys that go to bars, you know, and and clubs, they're going to hook up. They're not, they're not going because they like the music. (laughs) You know what I mean? Okay. My last question for you, Steve, where can women go? Do you think to meet guys that is not at a bar? Oh man. The gym is a great spot. If you're into working out, if not, um, let's see any type of place. I, I think any type of place that is like something you're into, then like, you know, that person's into something similar that you're into. Even if it's at like a smoothie spot or something like that. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, you know, like a health, food, a health food, like store or something like that. Like air one. one. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like an air one or like a smoothie spot. Like I said, like something like that or, or even any type, anything It doesn't have to be something like that health related, but I'm just saying anything that you're into, if it's a specific type of place, um, even if it's like, I don't know, like playing pool or something like that. I don't, I don't know, whatever. Just like something like that. Or like volleyball. Like we, volleyball, I don't know what you always whatever. volleyball. Yeah, if, you're, like, if you're at the beach playing volleyball, like that could be a perfect place to meet somebody. Cause if you're into volleyball and they're into volleyball, at least you got one thing in common right there. And then that's an easy way to start a conversation okay. with, with a game. So it's like anything, anything that you're into hobby wise or like just like um, lifestyle wise, those are the best places to meet people. I don't think most people are like, into clubs like they're obsessed with clubs like oh man i gotta go check out this new club tonight (laughs) like and you're gonna meet somebody who's also into clubs people (laughs) people go to clubs because they're trying to hook up you know what i mean so it's like it's not you don't even know if you have anything in common you know what i'm saying so these other places are that's a good first step i think so we got to pick up some more hobbies, some more hobbies, okay. ladies. Well, what are you into? Like, what are you into? Yeah. I mean, I, I almost fell in love with the nail salon. So sorry, you like you, that's exactly you like getting your nails done, and so did this guy. <laughs> when I told my friend that, she was like, "At the nail salon, you both like getting your nails done." So you got one thing. Wrong. Hey, there's nothing wrong with a guy who takes care of himself. No, no but I do begging th- Steve to get his nails done with me for eleven years I'm not now. Doing it. Your nails would look fresh AF. They look fresh. I don't have cuticle problems or nothing. (laughs) He doesn't. It's so annoying. So annoying. Um, Because I don't touch him. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I. I. I I like to bike ride. I need to join. We've been saying this for. Join a bike club or something. Bike club or beach volleyball. I think too. Like going to a coffee shop. Like honestly, sometimes I kind of feel like I'm. I mean, I hate clubbing. I would rather die than go to a club again. I just think that sometimes with like the drinking and the, ugh, I kind of feel like ugh. it's a bad mix. 
I need to get creative with other ways to meet people. So amazing. Well, Steve, thank you so much for joining us and providing us with your insight. It is always a treat. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. I love you. Love you guys too. Awesome. All right. Well, are we going to do an ask away this yeah, episode? Should, right? Okay. Right. Sorry. Uh, before we leave, Steve, we're going to do our ask away and we, you can weigh in on this one as well. Wait, so what is this like rapid fire questions See, or something? You like know that? if you listen to our podcast <laughs> <laughs> that this is our <laughs> Oh no, no, I know what it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Hi, I love your podcast and listen to it every week. I could use some advice. I have a friend who hasn't gone a week without a relationship in years most of which end up in heartbreak, heartbreak and which I have to end up cleaning up. I'm always here for her, but as soon as she starts dating someone new, she completely abandons our friendship until she is in a fight with or broken up with her current boyfriend. Oh, she's one of those? Right now she has been dating someone that makes her happy and seems healthy, which makes me so happy, but I have barely seen her in months because she's dating this new guy. I don't want to bother her, but I miss her a lot, and at the same time I feel use because I only get to see her between her boyfriends. She makes plans with me, then cancels them last minute. Then she posts pictures of her and her boyfriend together. It is hard for me not to feel bitter and upset. And I hate feeling like a jealous friend, not who I am at all. How would you handle this? Steve, do you oh, want to go first? I mean, I don't want to get into it. I hate friends like that. <laughs> I forgot. What's the name? What's the name for that? I forgot what it's called. There's a, there's a name for it. Cause a lot of people do that. When, it, when they're single, they'll be hitting you up. They'll be showing up at your house when they're not invited just to hang out and this and that. Oh, Steve has a friend like this. He gets him so like, mad. Like, oh, yeah, I'm busy. I can't go out tonight. And they just show up at your house anyways and going on vacations 24-7 and this and that. And then when they're in a relationship, you never see them again. And then when they break up, they're all, you know, they're, uh, they're all over the place again. I think there is a balance when your friend gets into a new relationship. It's new, exciting, like give them a little bit of grace during the honeymoon phase. But if they're not investing in your friendship and it's only when they're single, then I'm sorry. You got to have a combo with them about it. And if they're not able to like work on it, then that friend is not a friend to me. That's just not how friendship works. You don't get to only be a friend when you have no other option. Like that's basically what they're saying. That's how I take it. They're just using you for the, when they have free time basically. But if you know, it's, it's, it's expected when somebody's in a relationship, a lot of their time is going to be taken up. But like, like, I, I've always spoken to my friends throughout the years. Like, same. Like the I same always way. make like, time for my yeah. friends. But like, I, I'm not hanging out with them as much and this and that. Like, it, once I was in, a, you know, one, once we were in a relationship. <laughs> but, no, but I say I feel but like I didn't. I didn't like cut them off completely and just like and like ghost them. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like you act. You guys do a really good job. Like Christina, obviously, you're in a relationship, but you still like want to invest in your friendships and you want to do stuff and you never like you don't cancel plans you don't like you still come to stuff like you have to be able to be in a relationship and also invest in your female friendships if that's something that's important to you 100 and and if you haven't said anything to this friend you need to say it to her because she might not know how you're feeling you can't expect her to read your mind either um so i think communicate and then go from there agree All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Um, And Steve, thanks again for joining us. We need to do this more often. Thank you for having me. Love you guys. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Love you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at confidentcollective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories. And don't forget to tag us.